An icon, by definition, is a person regarded as a representative symbol that's worthy of extreme respect. The difference between me and other people is when they picture an icon, they picture someone they've seen on TV before. I picture myself. This podcast isn't for the faint of heart or the easily offended. So if you're ready to go, hop in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Icon Elements with me, Hallie Halpern. It feels so good to be sitting down to record an episode. It's actually a very unique time of day for me to record an episode. Usually, I try to record when it's daylight out. I feel like I have more energy, especially like after I've had my morning caffeine, um, you know, just to get right into it that way. Um, But it's just been a very hectic couple of days slash weeks. So I kind of just, I don't know, like I I keep coming up with reasons not to create an episode and I'm like, well, I ran out of reasons. Fuck. <laughs> so here I am. Um, the sun is setting right now at 5.53 PM on Thursday, December 9th. Um, I kind of just felt like you guys needed to know all the information. But yeah, I'm super happy to be here. I feel like it has been a crazy whirlwind of amazing shit since we last spoke. Um, So let's just jump right in. So last week was Art Basel here in Miami. And for those of you listening who do not know what Art Basel is, basically it's like Miami Art Week. Uh, where artists display their work all over the city and people that are really rich come here to shop for it, to buy it. And the rest of us um, just have a great time looking at it, taking pictures with it, and also going to music events because over the years it has kind of transitioned into not just an art week, but also a music week too because Miami loves house music and everything relating to music in general. So It's definitely become almost like a second Miami Music Week, but a little bit more. So there's this like meme on Twitter that's like, Art Basel is just Miami Music Week for people with a 401k. Um, I thought that was really funny. It's kind of like Miami Music Week is a vodka Red Bull and Art Basel is a um, espresso martini. That is the best way to put it. (laughs) So anyways, um, I was not planning to do a lot. You know, I a lot's been changing for me. You know, I've been, you know, not feeling the most motivated to just overload myself with a bunch of shit. But uh, a couple of my friends just like invited me to things, you know, three of my good friends just like kept sending me things. They're like, Oh, I put you as my plus one. Um, you know, I, I got invited to so many cool things. Thanks to my friends, Jamie, Claudier and Parker. Um, and then during the week, my friend Nikki hooked it up as well while, um, she was here. I just wanted to shout them out because they made this week so amazing. I really did not even have to put any effort into anything. They just took care of all of it. And it was lovely. But I just wanted to update you guys with that and kind of segue like into what we're going to talk about today, which is inspired by Miami uh, Art Basel. <laughs> Art Basel. Okay, so what I want to talk about today is that you can recognize your niche and then break down the boundaries that it holds. Um, 
there's also, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways that that can be worded better. Um, let me go really quick. I'm going to look at the Canva graphic that my assistant made me. Ashley, I love you. Uh, okay. Yeah. The Canva graphic I'm going to be posting that associates with this podcast is find your niche yet. Remember you aren't defined by it. Okay. Find your niche yet. Remember you aren't defined by it. See, I knew at one point my brain cells were plentiful enough for me to come up with that sentence. And by at one point I meant yesterday, I somehow was that smart. So yeah. So basically what we're talking about today is finding your niche yet. Remembering you aren't defined by it. Um, and okay. So what really sparked this conversation for me? Well, so basically I would say I have always felt like I am multiple people in one and I'm not sitting here saying I have multiple personality disorder, but sometimes it feels like I might. No, not really. I, I can't, I'm not supposed to joke about things like that. I'm going to have people coming for me. Um, okay. Anyway, The girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. So basically what I'm trying to get out of here is that I've always felt like I have been multiple people, like just, I have so many different intense passions, right? I'm sure a lot of you agree with this. We're like, you are, have all these different lives that you lead and not everything just fits into this box, this niche box. So here's the problem, right? With my brand consulting clients, I always tell them, you know, we're first starting out and we're doing all the branding keys, like the tone, um, you know, the values, all of that. Um, we have to start niching, niching it down with your target audience. You know, even if you say, okay, I don't have a niche, you do still have a niche though. It's just, how do we figure it out? So I do stress the importance of niche super hard with my clients, right? Um, that being said, I think that sometimes having a niche can become limiting if it's not utilized the right way. So what I'm trying to say is we're going to go over today a bunch of different ways to harness your niche in a way that makes sense for you, but doesn't limit you to the possibilities of all the different interests in your life. So for me, basically, um, the week before last week, or maybe it was like a month ago. I don't even know. Time is crazy now. I went to a private party, I guess you could call it with a bunch of people in the conscious community here. It was so special. It was, I don't know if I talked about this on my last episode or not. It was so just immaculate. It was amazing. The people were amazing and nice and sweet and kind. We did cacao ceremony, just doing a bunch of ecstatic dance. It was a great time, right? So obviously, naturally, I socialize with slash befriend slash network with everyone I'm around. So I ended up having maybe 20 plus new followers from that night, all of which are the same quote unquote niche of... I don't want to say they're the same niche. I would say they're just more aligned with each other than some of the other groups of people that follow me. So on my Instagram, I feel like I have the conscious community, like the people that are into spirituality, yoga, wellness, cacao ceremonies, ecstatic dance, all that good stuff. And then I also have the music scene people, whether they're ravers, they work in the music industry, um, they make rave clothing. There's like that whole realm. And the problem that I noticed was after all of these people from the conscious community followed me, I felt like this kind of like, it wasn't 
pressure, but this anxiety to start posting content on my story that was more geared towards them. I felt like the terminology that I was using was starting to shift a little bit more towards my more woo-woo side because I do, I'm woo-woo as fuck on the inside. I am. I don't really express a lot of the weird-ass shit I do behind closed doors, but just know there's a lot more to be seen here. I just am not... I'm not ready to, uh, <laughs> I'm the reason I'm laughing is because there's something happening inside me right now that I, I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, a story for another time. Okay. Moving on. Uh, I'll leave you to wonder what I'm talking about. Okay. So <laughs> the girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't I'm going to keep using that TikTok sound as much as I can. Um, get back to the point, miss ADHD. Okay. So Um, after that event started posting a lot more woo woo type shit was like kind of gearing my shit towards them. Felt like it was the right thing to do. Okay, cool. Now let's fast forward to Art Basel, networking with a bunch of people in the music industry, making friends with a bunch of people in the music industry. Um, you know, that was great. I had an amazing time, you know, totally different speed of individual. Like there are obviously people like me that overlap into both communities, but this was aggressive. Of course, like everyone's dressed their best. Everyone's power playing. Everyone's yada, yada, yada. It was just a different vibe. And I loved it because I, there's levels to this shit, obviously. So after all these people followed me, right now I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I'm going to post this music related content, this music related content, this shit, this shit. I found my terminology changing again. So now, and then I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I am trying to gear my content towards a target audience towards a quote unquote niche. But what happens when there are multiple different niches of individuals that follow you, or you have more than one target audience or not even just that, but like you want to just be yourself at the end of the day, we all just want to be ourselves. Right. And so I was sitting here thinking about this and I'm just like, why, why am I changing my content based on who's following me? That's really weird. And I think a lot of us do that and we don't even realize it. Another thing that I've also noticed is if someone important follows me, like someone that I look up to or someone famous, I start to, I used to start to on Twitter when I use Twitter, I'd start to water myself down. I wouldn't post as much because I didn't want to lose their follow. Nowadays, and this is what growth looks like. Nowadays, I post my weirdest shit once someone important follows me because I want to know if they're really in it for the long haul. Because at the end of the day, If someone's not fucking with your authentic self and that content that comes along with it, then like good riddance, they should unfollow. So I know that was kind of a lot of different things all at once, but basically what I'm getting at here is when you, when you really just are authentically yourself, uh, there are going to be times I think when your content's going to gear more towards one group of individuals and then another time it's going to gear more towards another group. But I just don't want anyone listening to my podcast or any of my clients who I've said niching is so important. I don't want you to think that that means that you can only post things that are pandering towards that group of individuals. Cause that's totally not it. And let me kind of dive into that a little bit deeper. So my niche, ironically enough, I've never, ever given myself the same questions I give to my brand consulting clients. Uh, but my niche is pretty much just like 
bad bitches, the girls and gays, and sometimes the straight men, like, but not as often. My straight men, you know who you are. I love you. But um, I really mainly work with like girls and gays, small business entrepreneurs that are very in the creative space who are wanting to take their business to the next level. So creatives wanting to take their business to the next level is probably my niche, I would say. Does that mean that those are the only people that I like pander towards? No. Um, and do I think that I'm losing business because sometimes I post like left field shit that has nothing to do with that? No, I don't think that at all. Um, because it's really boring to try to have all of your content align with just what like this predisposed set of beliefs. I'm going to take a sip of water. Hold on. And this is not to be confused with like, obviously if you are not your brand, like if you have a, if your personality is not embedded into your brand, like if your brand is separate completely is not a personal brand, but is more just like a company that this is different. Like obviously usually when I'm talking about this stuff, talking about my uh, clients and friends and anyone listening who their personal brand it doesn't even have to be like a business that you're making money off. When I'm talking about your personal brand, I'm talking about like how you're portraying yourself online and that may or may not include how you make money. Um, just to clarify, but, um, I've noticed that like a lot of the people that this is kind of a little bit off topic, but not really. I mean, my entire episodes are usually just a bunch of topics, but what I've noticed is like the people, like those super like industry, like girls that everyone's obsessed with, um, or like people just that everyone loves, um, whether it be in like the spiritual community as well, like they're, a lot of them are like, how do I say this? I feel like people that are well liked by everyone are super watered down, which goes back to what we were saying before about you can't have fans without having haters, right? I feel like I would, how do I word this? Mm, uh, it just seems like a lot of people are playing it super safe. That's what I'm trying to say. And that is just never going to be me. And I don't think that any of you should play it safe with your content. And I think that having a niche is important. Recognize it and realize these are the kinds of people that are like really going to help you make money. And these are the kind of people that your like main focus could be most of the time, but it's not everything. It's seriously not everything. Like I am miss purple glitz, glamor, lava lamp, psychedelic. Uh, then I'm also miss, Boot like bougie ass bitch. Then I'm also Miss Crunchy Yogi. Uh, like I was gonna say something that I <laughs> I didn't want to say. I am a lot of things. I am everything. I am not a niche. So like, what are you? What are you? What are your things? What lights you up inside? Like I will, I will like shamelessly post about things these days, and I'm just. I feel like it's all about getting over yourself and getting over the fact that like that one person that you're worried about seeing your story and unfollowing or thinking that you're not cool because that content doesn't align with them and their niche. Like 
It doesn't fucking matter. It's your Instagram. You know, I actually lost a follower the other day. I'm not going to say who it is, but it's a, an entity slash person slash company slash friend. I'm not going to tell you which of those it is. So that's why I named everything at once. <laughs> this person thing unfollowed me. And I was like really devastated because I was just like, damn, I like really admire it them. Why did that happen? And they went into a little bit of a shame spiral. And then I was like, wait a second, but why does this even actually matter? Like, think about it, okay? Why does it matter? And then I, I listed a few reasons why it could potentially matter, you know? But then after that, I'm like, okay, but if this person placed thing can't provide that for me, aren't there other people, places, and things that can? Yes, there always is another door to open. So I lost the the uh, the follow of this person, place, thing that I really liked. And I was like, fuck. But you know what? It really doesn't matter. And I'm sure... I'm sure all of you have lost a follower that it really hurt. And you were like, oh no, why? And even if it's like some idiot friend that like did nothing for you, I'm sure it still fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Social media can be really, really, really toxic. It really can. So that being said, it's really important to take a step back. But it's also really important to remember that when people leave your life, whether it be online or in real life, there's always more to come. Better people, better followers, better fans, more in alignment. When I said that, I thought of the Papa John's. It was like better pizza, better ingredients, Papa John's. Better friends, better followers, better fans. Seriously, Hallie. Wow. Did we just do something, you guys? The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. <laughs> Am I like mentally okay? I, you know, what really keeps me going is knowing that you guys listen to this. Like knowing that I get the feedback I do from these episodes because I, I'm like, is this a podcast episode or a manic episode, bitch? You tell me. Um, but I really am just trying to prove, prove a point that like we limit ourselves and our content so much by trying to put into, into a box. And it's just so much fun to like, just what the fuck do you like? Share it with people. Okay. There's so many things that I almost didn't share that I shared and I'm so glad I did. And the best way to become somebody in this fucking world is to be authentically yourself. Okay. And if you haven't listened to my episode about showing authentically, showing up authentically for yourself and your audience, that is another great one to pair along with this episode, like, uh, like some cheese and wine. Ooh, that sounds so good right now. Side note, side note. I literally think about this all the time. I cannot believe that I was vegan for three and a half years. How, how bitch, how, because just thinking about cheese right now, I'm like, I'm salivating. Like I'm going to go eat some probably. I don't have any in the house. Don't really keep dairy in the house, but I want it. I want it. Um, yeah. So let's, let's reiterate what we talked about today since I love to go off topic. Number one, find your fucking niche. Know what your niche is. It is important to know. Then two, Figure out what other things that you like that don't really align exactly with your niche, but still can align with your overall personal brand. 
Because your personal brand is going to be like your niche plus a few other kooky, cool, little like random things about yourself. Right. I'm sure there's like, it's me going on a tangent again, but think of like that one celebrity that like you, you're like a fan of a certain celebrity. Right. And then you find out like they're really obsessed with something. So for example, I used to be Porter Robinson's biggest fan when I was younger, obviously those of you who know, know the girls who get it, get it. Um, so when I was his biggest fan, he's a DJ for those who don't know, I guess, no, he's not anymore. He's more of like a musician singer. Now he's taken on a whole other fucking form, but his music was everything. And like his niche was like complex row house. Like he made that kind of music and he like DJed at festivals, but his fans knew him also as like an avid, an avid dog lover, an avid meme lover, um, super, super weeb anime dude. And like there were, he also like, we like knew, we knew that he loved like Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. Like there were just all these weird things that you know about someone when you're a fan of them. So treat everyone that follows you in that same way, right? Like I'm Hallie. Like everyone knows that I'm a graphic and web designer and brand consultant for small business, but I also, you know, love show tunes and musicals. I love cats. Um, I love raving. I love fashion. I love to make people laugh. I love spirituality. I love moving my body. It all is connected. Like it's just what makes you a person. Like take that shit and run with it. Your brand can be whatever you want it to be. Let people really, really, really get to know you behind that screen. One thing that a lot of my followers have told me is that they feel like we're having a conversation when I post on my story. And that is such a compliment to me because that is what I'm trying to do. I, authenticity always wins, always wins. Okay. So make your followers see you. What are you so fucking afraid of that? You're going to have some haters. You're going to get made fun of that. You're feeling like you're not on brand. Oh, Oh, I am the fucking person who's going to tell you if you're not on brand, you know that that's my job. You are on brand by being you. You are on brand by showing up as yourself authentically and figuring out a way to make all of your passions, hobbies, and interests uh, mesh together in like a really nice way. It's, yeah. Don't take it so serious, ironically, as I say, take your brand seriously, but have fun with it. Take it seriously in the sense of like, be passionate about it. Don't take it seriously in the sense of like overthinking it and making yourself miserable. It's just life, babe. We're just trying to have a good time. Okay. So, all right. (laughs) That's enough for me today. Um, I love you guys and let me know what you thought of this one. I, Also wanted to remind you that Christmas is right around the corner. I have gift cards up on my website uh, for purchase. So show your loved one you believe in their business this holiday season um, by buying them a gift card. And if you have questions about that, feel free to email me, message me, or there's a lot of information in the description of the products. I love you guys, and I hope to hear your thoughts soon. Bye.